Hey, Jim. I am here early with a message from the Lord family. Let's just bow our heads and get straight into prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come boldly yet humbly to your throne of grace, Lord. We just honor your name, Father. We're asking that your word be so, Father, that you just give us more understanding, wisdom, and knowledge to what the Spirit is saying, Father. I plead the blood of Jesus over my brothers and sisters, over myself, and over this episode, Father. I ask for the boldness of Christ, Lord, to be able to give this word, Father. I bind up any foul spirit that will try to come up against this word, Lord. And that's in Jesus' mighty name that I pray. Amen. So family, let's get right into this word. There is no more delay. I am moving at an accelerated speed. My people have hardened their hearts and closed their ears and eyes. The land has been polluted with theft, all sorts of robbery, sexual immorality, and blasphemies to say a few. Excuse me, family. My people will be safe under my wings, but the world is about to see such calamity. Prepare your homes and get your hearts positioned, for this generation has never seen such a move as this. I, the sovereign Lord, have spoken. So then first he told me to look up the definition of calamity. And calamity means an event causing great and often sudden damage or distress, a disaster. He also told me to read Isaiah 61, starting at verse 8. So let's read that. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. Let's go to John 14, verse 1. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust it also in me. Let's read Matthew 24. Let's start at verse 4. Well, let's start up higher. Let's just start at the beginning. I'm sorry, family. As Jesus was leaving the temple grounds, his disciples pointed out to him, the various temple buildings. But he responded, do you see all these buildings? I tell you the truth. They will be completely demolished. Not one stone left will be left on top of another. Later, Jesus sat on the Mount of Olives. His disciples came to him privately and said, tell us when will all this happen? What sign will signal your return in the end of the world? Jesus told them, don't let anyone mislead you, for many will come in my name claiming, I am the Messiah. They will deceive many, and you will hear of wars and threats of wars, but don't panic. Yes, these things must take place, but the end won't follow immediately. Nation will go to war against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in many parts of the world. Family, Lord. 
Okay, let me finish reading this. But family, we're going to talk about famines also. But all this is only the first of the birth pains with more to come. Then you will be arrested, persecuted, and killed. You will be hated all over the world because you are my followers. Many will turn away from me and betray and hate each other. And many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. Sin will be rampant everywhere and the love of many will grow cold. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. And the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. The day is coming when you will see what Daniel the prophet spoke about, the sacrilegious object that caused desecration standing in the holy place. Reader, pay attention. Then those in Judea, Judea must flee to the hills. A person out on the deck of a roof must not go down into the house to pack. A person out in the field must not return even to get a coat. How terrible it would be for pregnant women and nurse their mothers in those days. And pray that your flight will not be in the winter or on the Sabbath. For there will be greater anguish than at any time since the world began. And it will never be so great again. In fact, the time of calam- if that time of calamity is shortened, not In fact, unless that time of calamity is shortened, not a single person will survive, but it will be shortened for the sake of God's chosen ones. Then if anyone tells you, look, there is the Messiah or there he is, don't believe it. For false messiahs and false prophets will rise up performing great signs and wonders so as to deceive, if possible, even God's chosen ones. See, I have warned you about this ahead of time. So if someone tells you, look, the Messiah is out in the desert, don't bother to go and look. Or look, he is hiding there. Don't believe it. For as the lightning flashes in the east and shines to the west, so will be when the Son of Man comes. Just as the gathering of vultures shows there is a carcass nearby, so these signs indicate that the end is near. Immediately after the end, the anguish of those days, the sun will be darkened, the moon will give no light, the stars will fall from the sky, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. And then at last, the sign that the Son of Man is coming will appear in the heavens, and there will be deep mourning among all the people of the earth, and they will see the Son of Man coming on clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send out his angels with the mighty blast of a trumpet, and they will gather his chosen ones from all over the world, from the farthest ends of the earth and heaven. Now learn a lesson from the fig tree. When its branches bud, its leaves begin to sprout. You You know that summer is near. In the same way, when you see all these things, you can know that his return is very near, right at the door. I tell you the truth, this generation will not pass from the scene until all these things take place. Heaven and earth will disappear, but my words will never disappear. However, no one knows the day or hour when these things will happen, not even the angels in the heaven or the Son himself. Only the Father knows. When the Son of Man returns, it will be like the, it was in Noah's day. In those days before the flood, the people were enjoying banquets and parties and weddings right up to the time Noah entered his boat. People didn't realize what was going to happen until the flood came and swept them all away. That is why it will... That is. That is the way it will be when the Son of Man comes. Two men will be working together in the field. One will be taken, the other left. Two women will be grinding flour at the mill. One will be taken, one left, the other left. 
So you too must keep watch, for you don't know the day your Lord is coming. Understand this, if a homeowner knew exactly when a burglar was coming, he would keep watch and not permit his house to be broken into. You must also be ready all the time, for the Son of Man will come when least expected. A faithful, sensible servant is one to whom the master can give the responsibility of managing his other household servants and feeding them. If the master returns and finds that the servants have done a good job, there will be a reward. I tell you the truth. The master will put that servant in charge of all he owns. But what if the servant is evil and thinks my master won't be back for a while and he begins beating the other servants partying and getting drunk, the master will return unannounced and unexpected, and he will cut the servant to pieces and assign him in a place with the hypocrites, in that place where it will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Okay, family. Let me get this next verse out. Let's go to Amos chapter 8. It says, the sovereign Lord showed me another vision. In it, I saw a basket filled with ripe fruit. What do you see, Amos, he asked. We had to cut it off, but I'm right back. He asked, I replied, a basket of ripe fruit. Then the Lord said, like this fruit, Israel is ripe for punishment. I will not delay their punishment again. In that day, the singing in the temple will be turned to wailing. Dead bodies will be scattered everywhere. They will be carried out of the city in silence. I, the sovereign Lord, have spoken. Listen to this, you who rob the poor and trample down the needy. You can't wait for the Sabbath day to be over and the religious festivals to end so you can get back to cheating the helpless people. You measure out grain with dishonest measures and cheat the buyer with dishonest scales and you mix the grain you sell with chaff swept from the floor then you enslave people poor people for one piece of silver or a pair of sandals now the lord has sworn this oath by his name the pride of israel i will never forget the wicked things you have done the earth will tremble for your deeds and everyone will mourn the ground will rise like the nile river at flood time it will heap up, then sink again. In that day, says the sovereign Lord, I will make the sun go down at noon and darken the earth while it is still day. I will turn your celebration times of mourning and your singing into weeping. You will wear funeral clothes and shave your heads to show your sorrow as if your only son had died. How very bitter that day will be. The time is surely coming, says the sovereign Lord, when I will send a famine on the land, not a famine of bread or water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. People will will stagger from sea to sea and wander from border to border, searching for the word of the Lord, but they will not find it. Beautiful girls and strong men will grow faint in that day, thirsting for the Lord's word. And those who swear by the shameful idols of Samaria, who take oaths in the name of God of Dan, and make vows in the name of God of Bersheba, they will, excuse me, family, they will fall down never to rise again. Hold on, fam. Let's go back to Revelations 14. The harvest of the earth. When I saw a white cloud, and seated on the cloud was like the son of man. He had a gold crown on his head and a sharp sickle in his hand. 
Then another angel came from the temple and shouted to the one sitting on the cloud, Swing the sickle, for the time of harvest has come. The crop on earth is ripe. So the one sitting on the cloud swung his sickle over the earth, and the whole earth was harvested. After that, another angel came from the temple in heaven, and he also had a sharp sickle. Then another angel who had power to destroy with fire came from the altar. He shouted to the angel with the sharp sickle, Swing your sickle now to gather the cluster of grapes from the vines of the earth, for they are ripe for judgment. So the angel swung his sickle over the earth and loaded the grapes into the great winepress of God's wrath. The grapes were trampled in the winepress outside the city. Blood flowed from the winepress in a stream about 180 miles long and as high as a horse's brindle. Family, the Lord is saying repent. There's no more delay. There's no more delay. There's no more delay, family. He's, he's, he's moving at an accelerated speed. Get your homes in order. Seek the Lord on the necessary things that you need for your home. It's at the door, family. And it's only a few more scriptures that I want to give you. And then we're going to go. Read Psalms 91. Let's turn, read Psalms 91 by yourself. Read 2 Timothy. I'm going to read 2 Timothy 1, verse 7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. Some say power, love, and a sound mind. I'm reading the NLT. Um, let's go to 1 John 4.18. Such love has no fear because perfect love expels all fear. If we are afraid, it is for fear of punishment. And this shows that we have not fully experienced his perfect love. We love each other because he loved us first. Family, perfect love casts out all fear. If you have fear in your heart, take it to the Lord. Ask him to, to show you what's in your heart so you can repent. Because the Lord would not have given you this warning if he didn't want you to turn. Okay, family? Take these scriptures back to the Lord. Go in repentance. He said there's no more delay. I love you, family. I'll be back soon.